Welcome to Making Room, where we aspire to inspire and empower you with the tools and the skills that you need to feel comfortable opening your doors and filling your tables. We understand that the way that our culture often portrays hospitality is unattainable, and sometimes even just the thought of opening our doors is crippling. Join us in the pursuit to bringing meaning, beauty, and celebration back to the everyday gathering. Go ahead, take your seat. We saved one just for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the table. I am so excited to be here with you today. By the time you are listening to this, my website, all of our new branding is going to be up and published and ready. And I just don't want to leave this undocumented. So I don't know, this has been a long process, I think. Maybe she'll correct me later, but <laughs> my brand strategist and I have been working together since August, I think. that's That was our first conversation. And that's kind of when all the dreaming started. And here we are in January. It's January 14th today that I'm recording. It just feels so right. I don't know how to explain it. It's just the most, oh gosh, it's just been the most beautiful process. And I don't know, something that I want to like just share with everyone is that if you know a small business owner or if you're in community with small business owners, everything you see published, while it looks so beautiful and just um, like effortless almost, there is hours of work that goes into the decisions uh, and the posts and everything that they create. So if you know a small business owner, please give them some love, like extra encouragement, extra support in what you see them produce, because it's a lot. And I know I could say this from experience, and I know that I could talk for them too, that it's done with so much love and passion. And most of the time, it doesn't feel like work. But regardless, it's, it's a lot. And usually it's done with a really small team. So I should have prefaced by saying, as we've been releasing little bits of our brand to show you guys, you have all been so crazy encouraging to us. It's, it's amazing to me that you guys have known me for not much time at all, but yet you are so invested in our vision and our dream. So thank you. Thank you. You know, even here we are pre-launch. I'm just, you know, I have like the butterflies, like first day of school butterflies kind of thing, <laughs> but I'm able to go into this so much more confidently because I, I know the team of people that stand behind us and gather and yeah, I'm just really expectant for what's going to happen. So like I said, you're hearing this. Our blog or our website actually is up and all of our new branding. I would love to hear what you think about it. And while I was kind of like the visionary behind all of it, my incredible brand strategist, Aaliyah Merrill at Legacy Branding Co., she is the one that brought all of this to life. So I could take a little bit of credit, but I've told her time and time again that any success that comes from this, from Gather, is really thanks to her because she just brought a level, the level of excellence and professionalism and creativity to the brand that I just wasn't able to bring. And I think that this segues into what we're talking about today beautifully because it's so important that we know not so much our lane. I don't want to see us as humanity in different lanes, but it's really important that we know, I guess, our abilities, right? Like our strengths and weaknesses and that we invite other people into the mix. If you are anything like me, your table is always full. I hear from you guys all the time and I once felt this way too, that sometimes the hardest part is finding food that everybody around the table can eat. 
here at Gather, we are committed to going before you, trying the products on the market, and letting you know the best ingredients to serve not just those with allergies, but your whole table. It makes life so much easier. So when we're talking about cheese boards and serving your guests, appetizers, easy pick foods, well, we have the perfect cracker for you. The Main Crisp Company has a cracker that is not only gluten-free, it's made with the cleanest ingredients that you could serve with pride. They are crunchy, they are sweet, everybody is guaranteed to love them, that is a promise. Well, our friends at Main Crisp Company want you to enjoy these over and over again and I've given you a special code for 15% off. Head on over to maincrisp.com, M-A-I-N-E-C-R-I-S-P.com and type in promo code GATHER15. That's G-A-T-H-E-R-15 for 15% off. When yours come in, don't forget to tag us in your pictures eating them and let us know how you like them. Now let's get back to the table. So the other day, something crazy happened. You know, it was just one of those things in life that come up out of the blue and maybe spark a little bit of fear or anxiety. And as you guys get to know me a little bit more, you'll know that (laughs) my first natural response is to worry and then I just kind of have to talk myself out of it. So here we are. I had this shocking thing happen. Um, It wasn't necessarily anything that affected anyone else but me. And I was getting ready to go to the gym and I could almost feel it. Like I could feel it bubbling up in me. I don't know, for some reason I just like felt this stop in my mouth. Like there was just like this muzzle, not to say it. And I started to think about the way that I often interact with people at like a first at like a first glance. Uh, so when I see someone, the first words out of my mouth are, and it became very clear to me that I have developed a pattern of starting conversations or starting relationship with some kind of like complaint or report. And I know that like, obviously when you're in vulnerable relationship with someone or a close relationship, you share things that happen in life, but that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about when you see people in public, what is your natural tendency? What are the first things that you say to them? And so, I mean, I really realized that things like complaints, grumbles, you know, difficulties, those are what I start conversation with. So I was sitting at the gym that day and I decided to just (laughs) greet them, just a hello. And I listened to other people and I, I was watching other people do the same exact thing. Like, oh, the weather today is so crummy or, oh, did you hear what happened? You know, just those grumbling reports. And I realized, wow, this is really, this is a cultural thing, but it's not something that is healthy or the way that I think uh, it was at one time. I don't know, this like whole storyline transpired before my eyes. I started to realize that when we show up with this kind of grumbling and complaining, and that is the context of relationship, it leads to such loneliness. Okay, okay, so what does that mean? This is Sometimes I think really deep, so I have to just unpack this stuff, and I hope you guys are tracking with me. So say, for example, me and you are meeting for the first time, and all I say to you is, oh, isn't the weather crummy today? You respond with a yes or a no, and then we walk away. There is no room for connection in that because I'm not showing you any part of my heart. So I think that the reason that we show up with grumbling and complaining is because we don't feel like what we have to offer is enough or we are scared of connection. 
Yet here we are in this culture of extreme loneliness. We see people every day, but connection is increasingly difficult. As children, it's so much more natural to embrace people and engage with new relationships and talk to strangers, things like that. I'm talking in a healthy way, like people in community. And I think that honestly, the reason it is that way is because that's how we were born to be. We were born to be in relationship and community. And there is this freedom before we ever learned to be scared of community. (laughs) And I think that there is just a more of a relational resilience with younger kids. And then you'll see as you get older, the way that adults begin to respond is based on their experience in community, obviously. However, what happens is we are a people that typically follow a model of monkey see, monkey do. So if we see vulnerability and resilience played out, then we could follow in that vulnerability and resilience. But a lot has happened in life. Life is hard and things in culture change. And when we are hurt by relationship and we are in a culture that doesn't quite know how to break past those kinds of barriers, it is a lot easier to just keep relationships at a distance or to keep our hearts closed. And so I think that that is one of the reasons that we have become a culture that uses grumble and complaints. I mean, so sure, sometimes there are people that just live in a miserable state. I understand that. And I think that there's a lot of grace and understanding for those people too. That's a different conversation. But what I'm talking about, especially out of my own experience, is that my heart is not typically filled with grumbles and complaints. I have a pretty joyful heart. It's just sometimes I either feel that I'm not worthy to show up or I feel like I won't be received in a certain setting. And so it's just easier for me to present myself with a grumble or complaint that kind of gives into the social graces of greeting people but keeps people at a distance. Isn't that awful? It just breaks my heart for me and it breaks my heart for you guys. So here's here's how I think we could change this. So the first thing is realizing that I actually learned this a few weeks ago from the church that we go to, and it was just a really powerful message and insight um, into community. When we show up, we are giving people access to everything that we have in our life. So for example, if I'm talking to you guys, or if you guys are talking to me, you have access You have insight into what life in Thailand is like because I have been there and I have experienced it. Say, for example, you are an accountant, and I'm really bad with money, and that's actually a really true statement. (laughs) I have access to your accounting abilities because that's what you bring to the table. This could go across so many different spectrums. I mean, even if it's something like me, I know how to make charcuterie boards. And if you never have, let me teach you. It's a skill that we could swap So understanding that you have immense value to bring to the table and that people actually need what you have. Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing is that knowing deeply in the depths of your soul that you are likable, lovable, and that just because you have breath, you have purpose, that truth, when you know it down to the marrow of your bones, you know that you could show up with confidence. And let me tell you that this is something that I myself have to work on. And so often we let intimidation and fear of relationships come into play. And I think about my husband and I. I was bullied ruthlessly as a kid. I mean, 
sometimes I'll still see people and my skin crawls because it brings me back to those days. So I have a much harder time in new settings with new people than my husband does because he wasn't bullied and he just kind of, I don't know, felt more of an acceptance in his childhood years than I did. So we have to tell ourselves different narratives when we show up. For him, it's very easy for him to just show up because he knows he's likable and that he's well-received. Uh, for me, I have to write myself a new story. So with knowing the value that I have when I go into a new setting, if I really understand that, like I said, to my core, I could just show up with confidence without any kind of preface, just as I am in the moment. Instead of presenting myself with some kind of grumble or complaint to keep people at bay. Now, I think the way to even better understand this is that it's more than just the greeting. It's the actual connection that's happening behind the scenes of our interactions. Okay, so if we jump back to that thing where I have something to offer you and you have something to offer me, that really should be at the forefront, not in a manipulation. I'm talking about survival here. Okay, so I think what is beautiful and difficult and very necessary for all of us to understand is that we alone cannot encompass everything that we need to survive. Okay, that is why children have to go to school and adults have to go to the doctor and oh gosh, I mean really, truly I could go on forever with this list. We need each other and Something about our schooling allows us to live in community, and if you belong to a church or a religious group, you'll see that there is a community that forms, and it is critical for life that we engage <laughs> engage with people outside of those that share common values or of our nuclear unit. We actually become stronger and better when we have access to what other people can give us because we become more whole. I'm thinking about those like puzzle pieces, those wood ones that have uh, like peg pieces for like toddlers to use and they just fit so perfectly. You know, there's all these gaps missing and there are all these puzzle pieces and there is a space for all of them and when they're all there, the puzzle is complete. And I, I don't believe, uh, based on my own experience, that I alone have all the puzzle pieces to be my best self. In fact, I know that to be very true. I mean, our mentors in Thailand brought things to my knowledge and my sight that I wasn't able, I was blinded to about myself. And the truth that they brought to me completed me. I almost think that I would go as far as to say that when we isolate ourselves from community and from people who think differently, look differently, all, all of those things, see life through different lenses, it's actually a very dangerous space because dangerous and I would just say heartbreaking because I think that as a culture, as adults, I don't know who you are listening today, maybe you're younger, but a great time to learn this lesson. <laughs> we stop learning at school and we, we consider ourselves independent and self-sufficient and I never want to be known as those things because if I learned anything through the breaking that was our experience in Thailand, it is that I have so much to learn from you <laughs> that it is only hurting, that I am less of myself by not letting you in. Does that make sense? Like I am not allowing myself to reach my full potential 
by keeping you at a distance. And I think that one way you may interpret this is that it's only for a self-interest, but I don't see that. There is such an intimacy and beauty and connection that happens when you allow people into your heart space. I just can't explain it. I, I think my wish for you is that today, if you are feeling a longing of loneliness or if you have never felt that, that you are just compelled to allow today to be the day that you start this pursuit. What I learned in Thailand by allowing people to come into my heart space and for me to give myself to them was a beauty and relationship that I didn't even know was possible. I mean, really, until I experienced it myself. So, so how do we do this? So the first thing is we have to know our value or we have to be comfortable with what's happening in life in that season. We have to stop putting up the barriers of grumbles and complaints that keep people away. But what is the opposite of that? Okay, so what is the alternative to putting up a wall of grumbling and complaining? Well, I would say, I would say it's sacrifice of who we are. So I would say it's actually engaging in the people that we are passing without fear of what happens if we let them in or if our initiation isn't received. So as I'm thinking about everything that we've talked about today so far, I'm realizing that I could give away the whole entire podcast and take this into 40 different (laughs) avenues, but I want to rope it all back in for myself and for you listening to just the, the greeting aspect of community, how we are embracing someone. So Bianca Oltoff is an awesome speaker She was using this example, and she said, is your taxi light on? And I was like, what are you talking about, girlfriend? But she she went on to say, is the way that you are engaging with people in passing, communicating that you really want relationship? And I think that I live in New England, I'm in the East Coast, and I think that especially for us here, there is a lack of... What's the word I want to use? I mean, I'm from here, so I'm not bashing anyone. But there's a lack of approachability. Like, we went to Arizona a few months ago, and even between the two states, it was so different. So when we're talking about hospitality, what does that mean? What does it mean to have your taxi light on? Well, I, I've i been told recently, oh, you smile so much, and I, I honestly... I'm not doing it intentionally. I think that just from understanding the value of community, I want people to feel welcome and I want to feel like I belong. So I smile so that we have some kind of connection, right? That sounds so simple and almost ridiculous. But when you think about even leaving church sometimes, guys, I I hope this doesn't get anyone upset, but we'll be leaving a community that really should be more embracing. And I think that really, honestly, deep in our hearts, we are, and you listening, whatever community you belong to, I believe that you are someone with a kind nature, yet we are so intimidated of community or scared of letting people in or whatever it is that we don't have that taxi light on, that we are not making eye contact and we are not smiling. And for the person that is lonely in a community that they are new in or that they've belonged in forever, that is one of the most painful things. So if we allow ourselves to just show up without any kind of distant like phrase or something to keep people away, if we just show up with walls down, if we find a way to really embrace people, you know, starting with that first glance, eye contact and a smile. And you see this like in movies and it's not, 
it's not something to be taken lightly. You embracing people and passing could be the only sense of belonging that they feel that week. It's powerful. The next thing that I will say is to engage in dialogue. I had a friend in Thailand uh, take me out for coffee and she was a new friend of mine at this time and she was just commenting on what she had seen on my Instagram feed and at this point gather was much different and I had experienced a huge failure in the business and I was very unsure of the future and she just came out and said the way that you present your food is really beautiful you should teach it and I am telling you those words in my life, if I were to compare those words to something symbolic in my life, it would be as if the heavens opened and the rest, the course of my life had changed. The way that she encouraged me and the words that she said spoke such life and direction. I I will almost go as far to say that if she didn't say those words, I would not be here today. And in the same way, I was a teenager ex- experiencing very deep insecurity And I was going through a battle of sickness too, and I was really insecure about my hair. And this, I was a teller at this little grocery store, and this woman came through. She goes, goodness, your hair is beautiful. When I tell you that it was as if from my toes to the tip of my head, my whole body came to life. I mean, I I can't directly correlate what she said to the next season, But there was a confidence that was just breathed into my bones because of her encouragement that it just changed everything. So I'm trying to put this together for you guys. So if we show up knowing that we have the power to not only change someone's life, but to change ours through making connections, if we engage with people, if we are speaking and breathing words of encouragement, And we are a culture of monkey see, monkey do. Even if we are the first people to do this, and maybe it's falling a little bit flat, if we keep showing up and those people keep seeing, guys, can you just imagine this ripple effect with me of embracing community? So, gosh, guys, I wish that I knew every one of you and we were sitting down for coffee And I could tell you how much you have to offer. I would just encourage you guys to take this as a challenge. I mean, maybe you're someone in a season like I was, even just a year and a half ago, not really knowing what you had to offer and thinking about the things that you could really provide someone in relationship and realizing what a beautiful addition you could be to someone's life. It's just one of those simple truths that is so profound and could shake the way that you experience community from this day on. I I mean, seriously, guys, I think that we look at loneliness as hopeless, and I could say that because I felt it really deeply in multiple seasons of my life, and I think that we look at developing new friendships as hopeless, and even just change with those around us as hopeless. (laughs) hopeless. <laughs> I keep saying the word because I know that so many of you could could relate to that. But what I want to just close by saying today and encouraging you is we live in a culture that not only operates on this monkey see monkey, monkey, see, monkey do mentality, but we also are a culture that responds to invitations and less and less invitations are being given. So today, let's walk away with this 
with me giving you the invitation to allow our interactions to be one of invitation. Invitation to engage with who we are, what we have to offer, even if it's brief. Because while we are feeling loneliness, the people around us are feeling lonely too. And we don't have time to waste (laughs) with grumbling and complaining. Our interactions with people, the hundreds of people that we see in the course of a week, need the invitation that you could give, even if it's the invitation of a smile, even if it's the invitation of a hello or a word of encouragement. Guys, oh my goodness, I just think of all the times that people have been so intentional with me and the way that it has radically shifted the course of my future. The flip side of that, I think of the amount of times that I showed up with insecurity and with grumbling, and I think of the ripple effects that I could have had (laughs) if I realized just the power that my interactions hold. And today, I want to challenge you to embrace people with eye contact and with with embrace. And I challenge you to encourage people and to see the way that it transforms you and the people that you interact with. And ultimately, guys, what I want you to hear over and over through my words and through my business is that your life has the power to change so much that you hold such deep and true value that just you having breath means that your life has purpose and the loneliness that you feel today the disconnect that you feel today the pain that you feel today is not forever and sometimes it is true that we are in communities that don't really know how to foster community and hospitality but I will tell you in almost everything that we say sometimes it requires us going first And maybe it is me and you and people across the country that are listening to this. Maybe it takes us going first to make the changes in community. And I am sorry that sometimes going first is painful. I get it so deep. (laughs) But I promise you that after no time at all, with us showing up and acting in this, this new way, you will see change. You will see transformation breaking of cultural norms. So, you know, guys, thanks for being here today. Some of these conversations are heavy. A lot of them will be light. But what I want to do is just really shake, shake what we've come to know as a people and start leading by example what it means to be a culture that lives life around the table and in community. So thanks, guys. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you shared it. Uh, regardless though, thank you for being here. It means so much to me that you are a part of the Gather family and I look forward to talking with you more next time. Bye guys. Have a beautiful week.